The Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. John said to Jesus, Teacher, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we tried to stop him because he was not following us. But Jesus said, Do not stop him, for no one who does a deed of power in my name will be able soon afterward to speak evil of me. Whoever is not against us is for us. For truly I tell you, whoever gives you a cup of water to drink because you bear the name of Christ will by no means lose the reward. If any of you put a stumbling block before one of these little ones who believe in me, it would be better for you if a great millstone were hung around your neck and you were thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life maimed than to have two hands and to go to hell to the unquenchable fire. And if your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life lame than to have two feet and to be thrown into hell. And if your eye causes you to stumble, tear it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hell, where their worm never dies and the fire is never quenched. For everyone will be salted with fire. Salt is good, but if salt has lost its saltiness, how can you season it? Have salt in yourselves and be at peace with one another. Boy, does time fly by. It's hard for me to believe that I'm retired. And it's even harder for me to believe that it's been around 20 years since my last parent died. As it often happens when the last parent leaves this life, for the one to come, children face the inevitable task of cleaning up the family home. Well, for me, this home had been inhabited by a very frugal person. Growing up in the Depression era, my father saved just about everything and everything to excess. In fact, the basement of the home was so cluttered that I literally had to shovel it out. It took months of sorting, cleaning, discarding, and saving. Some of the items I found I brought home for my own use. Other salvageable items were sent to the Salvation Army. But the majority of his treasures found their way into the dumpster. By the time I was done, I had filled garbage bag after garbage bag of old twist ties, TV dinner trays, margarine tubs, and bread bags. My father, bless his soul, besides being a man who saved tinfoil and anything else he thought he might someday use, had a habit of stockpiling items, especially when they were on sale. That meant that it took me a year and a half after his death to finish the last roll of toilet paper that had been squirreled away in an old clothes basket. Because of this little idiosyncrasy and his fear of running out of necessities, I had to be very careful when it came to the pantry. In the pantry, I found spices that were so old that the containers had rusted shut. 
Now, when was the last time you saw spices in a, in a container that could rust? Salad dressings with dates which had expired years ago, rancid oil, and a number of other unappealing items were there. On one shelf, way back in a little corner, I found this box of salt that still had a 37-cent price tag affixed to it. Now, any of you who go to the grocery store and know that spices, even salt, aren't that cheap anymore. But believing that salt does not and cannot change with age, even if the salt is old enough to vote, I brought this item home for my consumption. Well, the day finally came when I pulled out that box of salt and went to use it. I sprinkled it on some food, and I took a bite. It was then that I discovered that this salt had gone bad. It seems that even salt that's been around too long without being used can become tainted, losing the desired flavor and taking on a bitter aftertaste. When that happens, there's only one thing you can do with it. Toss it out, for it's no longer good for anything. With this experience forever etched in my memory, I read today's gospel in which Jesus describes his followers as salt, as being salted, and therefore having salt within them. Through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, we are made into a salty people. We are preserved in God's family and made inheritors of eternal life. In Christ, we are flavored with God's love and salvation, which is to be extended beyond us into the world. We are salt in order to bring God's grace to others. But if salt loses its taste, its saltiness cannot be restored. It is no longer good for anything, but is thrown out and trampled underfoot. With these words of caution, Jesus warns us, we are the salt of the earth. We have been given what is needed to sustain life here and in the kingdom. We are renewed and replenished by the Spirit and through the means of grace. But when Jesus calls us as as salt, he is giving us a very important role in the furtherance of his kingdom. As salty followers, we are to add seasoning to the world around us and flavor it with God's touch. As salty followers, we act as preservatives, safeguarding, God's word for generations to come. As salty followers, we are called to challenge the world with God's teaching. As salt is sprinkled over the top of food to bring out flavor, by sharing the salt within us, we can change the character of the world around us. We can share the message that gives life to the world, suffering through a pandemic, riddled with violence and inequity, and desperate for hope. The salt of the earth can bring out the natural talents and innate abilities of others. It can affirm the dignity and worth of all people. The salt we sprinkle into tough situations can remind people of the love of God, which extends even to them. This salt can go a long way. It is replenished in worship and strengthened in prayer. It is life-sustaining and life-giving. 
It is a gift of a gracious God. But the world around us can interfere and steer us in different directions. And if that salt is placed on the back shelf in the pantry of our lives and is ignored, it can lose its flavor and be of no use, no use to us or anyone else. Now, strictly speaking, salt cannot lose its saltiness. The chemical formula for salt doesn't change over time. But salt, which is left unused and exposed to the environment, can become tainted with impurities, losing its usefulness. A lot of it depends upon our choices, like my dad's choice of leaving that open box of salt in the back shelf. We live in a world full of choices. Some of the options will strengthen our faith in God. Other options will pull us in a different direction where faith and worship are put on the back shelf. The voice of Christ is only one of many calling to us, and his voice beckons us to let go of worldly things that drag us down a path of self-service in order that we may grab hold of the cross of salvation and season the world with his word. There is a balance we need to achieve. All of us know that a lack of salt can make a dish unappealing, but too much salt can ruin it. Jesus didn't challenge us to run around in life trying to be the whole meal, all things to all people, but to sprinkle ourselves around, touching the lives of others with the blessings we ourselves have received from God and allowing the preserving power and flavor of God's spirit to work through us. So let us dare to be salt, the salt that Jesus has made us to be. Let us work to save and honor all of life, to preserve that which God has placed before us, and to enhance the talents and abilities of others. May the Holy Spirit work through us, to reach out with God's grace to a world that needs a little salt to season it with hope and salvation. And may the peace of God, which surpasses all human understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. <laughs>